What is up, party people? <laughs> I swear, there are times where I try to just come on and do a regular intro, no singing, and I can't. I just cannot. So just know an intro song soon come. It's got to be that way. It's got to be that way. <laughs> Let me just start this episode off by saying if some of you, if my regular listeners are noticing that you are no longer hearing my commercial for Anchor by Spotify, there's a reason for that. I was trying to get to 100 listeners to stay ambassador ads qualified and unfortunately I am stuck and plateaued at 56. So please, here's my little shameless plug, a no shame in my game. Post about it on Instagram or Facebook. I am not on Facebook. I'm not active on Facebook. Post about it on whatever social you want to. I do have a TikTok. I've got Instagram. Let somebody know. Share the link. Spread the love and help heal some lives with me. Yeah? (laughs) Thank you. That's it. So what's up? What's going on? I'm asking you, but I'm also asking myself. Like to hear about it. Here it goes. We have reached the end of season three. And if you have been keeping up with me from the beginning, you know that each season is 18 episodes plus two bonus episodes, even though for some reason the podcast is not qualifying them that way and it's not breaking them down into seasons. You just need to know that. So we are at the end of season three. We are officially on episode 18 of the third season. Good Lord. I can't believe it. I can believe it, but I I just cannot believe it. I am 60 episodes deep. This is episode number 60. Like, whoa, your girl's out here doing it. I am out here making this happen. Who would have thought I did? I thought, but not, I did not in actuality think this. Who would have thought Now, when I put out that first episode on my birthday last year, that I would come this far, that I would have that much to talk about. I was going to say that I would have that much to work through, but I've got that much to work through and more. (laughs) Tip of the iceberg here, people. Tippy tip top of the iceberg shop. Don't know where that came from. Don't know what that is. But OMG. Looking back and reflecting on all things past seasons, this season, season two and season three specifically, you know, you know what? I can't even discount season one, all of the seasons, all of the things, all of the episodes leading up to this moment here where I am stepping into and walking into my future life, my future self, where I am slowly and rapidly all mixed into one, realizing my dreams. I am making things happen. And I know I'm not doing it on my own. It takes a village. It also takes the love of the Lord. Amen. (laughs) To get things done. But I am on my path. I am on my path and I know it. Every fiber of my being fires rapidly for it. I can feel it deep, deep down into the depths of my soul. And it is incredible. I could not have written this better for myself had I written the script. And you know, we stay unscripted over here. There are no scripts. I might take notes here or there, but most of the time I'm just freeballing this bitch. We're just coming off the dome (laughs) with everything. All puns intended. All puns intended. I speak from the heart. I speak from the heart and it is something that I have always done. Now, 
at many different points in my life, this speaking from the heart thing has gotten no justice. It has set me apart and set me aside for many, many different reasons. One of which people see me as kind of a bitch. They see it as kind of bitchy that I will sit here and I will tell you what is what. And I'm starting to realize more and more the reason why people see my upfrontedness. I don't know if that's a word or not. Why people see my upfrontedness in this way is because I'm dishing out truth. And 98% of the time, because we can't be perfect, right? 98% of the time, I am dead on. I am spot on with the shit that I spit. The things that come out of my mouth come from a whole ass different place. Now, a lot of times it's coming straight from me directly because I know the person or I know the situation or I've been involved in something that I can speak to it relatively. I have some type of connection to the person, place, or situation. I have knowledge about it, and therefore I can speak on it most of the time. Sometimes it comes from somewhere else. That was a mix of like spooky and eerie, but also like, like, ooh, and ah, like cheering it on. What I'm trying to say is I am realizing that as I am on this journey to healing, that as I am on this journey of self and letting go, this this phase, these chapters have been of letting go. They have been focused on letting go so I can make space and have room for the things that are meant for me. Because if you're all full of stuff and you're all full of junk, living like a hoarder, Living like a hoarder, either externally or internally, because I do know a lot of you hoarders out there, personal hoarders and like home hoarders. If you have a lot of stuff, you don't have room for the stuff you really need. You keep all the junk. And for what? Because it's yours and it's been there? Clear that bitch out. Ain't nobody need to have that kind of mess going on in their homes, in their lives, in their spaces, personal, internal space, outward personal space. You don't need all the stuff. The stuff doesn't matter. It's junk. It didn't serve you. It doesn't serve you. And it's never going to serve you. You're holding on to it for what? Yeah, I just wanted to let that resonate. I just wanted to give you a second to really think about that. Why are you holding on to all the stuff? Because I'm realizing that the more stuff, people, places, things, the more stuff that I am willing to let go of, the more greater, bigger, better, insanely phenomenal stuff I have room for. I have room for all of it now because I'm not being bogged down by the daily crap that I was carrying around in a backpack that I threw in the trash. I have a whole ass dumpster full of stuff. And if you would like to carry more stuff in your bag that you don't need to carry and it's unnecessary, please let me know. I will gladly hand mine over to you, especially if it was yours in the first place. Return to sender. Return all of it to sender. Whether it was coming from a person, whether it was coming from a memory, whether it was coming from an unfortunately traumatic situation, whatever it is, I'm clearing it out. I'm throwing it away. 
and I'm sending it back to where it came from because there is too much greatness awaiting me for me to continue to hold on to things of the past. The past is gone. It no longer exists. It's just like the future. That's not here yet. So why worry about it? Why be stuck to the past and why worry about the future? In that thinking, in that mindset, in that lifestyle, you are compromising your ability to live in the moment, to experience the greatness of today, to look forward to the things, but not worry about how you're going to get there. Just know that they're yours and they're waiting for you. The timeline is congruent to the life that you lead. If you are being held back by stuff, let it go. Quit holding on. If you're fretting and worrying about the things that are going to happen to you, block that out. You don't need to see it. Focus on the now. Because before you know it, now is then. Now is future time. Now the moment has passed you by and you weren't even aware or privileged to experience it. That is not the kind of life that I want to lead. I want a life of peace. I want a life of freedom. I want a dream life that is whatever I make of it because I'm sick and tired of living in a waking nightmare. I can say now that my life as I am creating it in the moment, choice by choice, decision by decision, everything calculated to allow me to obtain the best that is meant for me, to allow me to experience the best in life. If you follow me on social media, you know that I am pretty darn transparent about most things. I am cultivating a life that I am proud to live. I am cultivating a life that I am so exorbitantly excited to wake up to every morning, even if it's not the greatest of days. Because at any moment in time during that day, things can change. And if I continue to speak positivity, love, peace, light, freedom, leisure, enjoyment into my daily life, into every single move that I make, then that is the type of life that I am going to live. And I can tell you this. I have never before consistently woken up with such a great mood in my heart. I can kind of count the number of days where I've woken up in a bad mood. It's just not an option to me anymore. And the second that I feel it happening, I do something about it. 99% of that time, I use my words to get it out there, get it off of me, throw it back into the universe and let it go where it belongs because it's not on my back. It's not in my bag. I don't even carry a bag like that anymore. The only bag I carry is a trash bag to throw things in for the people that I love and to throw my own crap away. Speaking this love and light and positivity as it comes to me, better yet, as it comes through me, has made insane changes, not only in my life, but in the lives of those closest to me. I am watching management proactively take the reins and start to control her life. As much as anyone can control it, I am watching her grow 
and spread her fucking wings to fly and knowing that me just being me, me on this journey of healing and happiness, me on this journey of growth has rubbed off on her so much that she can no longer stay stagnant and be content in the muck and the mire, the dirt and the darkness that she was living in. She is actively trying to heal, to break generational curses, to be better for her family and specifically for herself. Watching her come into this womanhood makes me so proud. And not to say that I have everything to do with it, but I am so proud to have anything to do with it. To influence her as we should influence people, not to buy things, not to obtain material possessions, not to want to live some fake ass life on social media, but to truly find joy and happiness by letting all of the shit go and to heal. It is insane to me. And I love that girl so much to be by her side so the baby versions of ourselves can skip around holding hands and frolic in the fucking flowers day after day to just run through the field and play and love and live as we were always intended to do, not as two grown-ass women bogged down by the traumas that we wear like security blankets. Watching and being a part of it has been insane. My co-host roommate, this is a man who has been through some stuff. This is a man who I did not get along with for a very, very long time. We have reached a point in our relationship now that we are talking. And I don't just mean surface level talks. I mean in-depth, soul-scratching insanely beautiful conversations. We are having these deep, deep conversations about life and spirituality and growth and mushrooms and cognitive abilities and letting things go so you can let things in. I never, and I put that in all caps, I never would have thought that he was even capable of conversations like this. I never thought that he would even be receptive to hearing anything that I have to say to him, let alone about him. But a conversation that we just had the other day, while my co-host is out of town, shed an insanely beautiful light on who is at the base of this man, who he truly is in his purest, most baby form, the him before all the traumas, the him that he, whether he realized it or not, is trying to get back to, and to be able to set parts of him free by telling him what was on my heart was beautiful, and I am grateful for that. And that is something that I am stepping into right now. That is something that I am realizing is one of my truest and most beautiful God-blessed gifts is my ability to feel, to discern, to empathize, and more importantly, to relay the messages that your heart needs to hear the most. 
It's not like I specifically try to channel anything. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not channeling an outside force. I'm not necessarily praying, oh Lord, let me have the words. I'm not doing any of that. I'd be lying if I said I was. That's not what's happening. In the course of a conversation, I get a feeling. It's not even a thought. I get a feeling. I let my words translate what that feeling is. And nine times out of 10, it's going to come like a punch to the gut. My word is going to hit something so specific within the person with whom I'm speaking that they are going to pause and stop and look a little off because how would I know that? How would I know to say that? How could I know to hit that nerve and the good nerves, not the bad nerves? I'm not trying to get on anyone's nerves at all. I'm not trying to actually do anything. All I'm doing is trying to have a conversation. And something that I feel, which turns into something that I say, hits that nail directly on the head. And you and I both know that you and I both get it. I had this new client come in the other day. And I was very surprised by the person who referred him to me. I would never, I would never speak horribly about someone. I would never cast them out of my family or out of my circle. I would never say the things that this person has said about me and then refer someone to their business. I'm not fake like that. I'm just built differently. I was apprehensive about taking him at first, to be perfectly honest. And most of it was just to spite the other person. But instead, I saw the opportunity to make some money. So why not? This guy comes in. I feel his insecurities with his haircut. I feel his insecurities in trying to explain things to me. I feel his personal insecurities about the way he looks in regards to the way he wants his haircut. It's not anything I haven't experienced before. Quite experienced with men and the way they think about themselves, to be perfectly honest. So we're working through the appointment or working through the consultation. And I have to end up telling him, hey, look, I just want to let you know a lot of men are completely thrown off by the way that I approach the consultation. Um, I'm going to ask you and I'm going to continue asking you a lot of questions. It's not because I'm insecure about what I'm doing. It's because I want to make sure that I do your hair correctly. Obviously, you are in here looking for a new barber because the person you used to go to, the person that you are leaving for me is just not getting it right. And nine times out of 10, it comes down to communication. So just letting you know, I'm not insecure about what I'm doing or my ability to cut your hair. I just want to make sure we're speaking the same language, that we are on the same page. And he kind of brushed it off. So I took the opportunity to not have to talk. That's one thing I love about doing the men. I don't have to talk to them. I don't have to carry on a conversation for the entire time that they are in the chair. I just get to sit back and do my work. And as an artist, trust me, it would behoove you, <laughs> aka, it's to your benefit for you to just be quiet and let the person who's doing your hair, nails, skin, massage, whatever it is, just let them work. Just let them, you don't have to fill the space. We're not expecting you to. Everybody else fills the quiet all day long, every day long. Just sit and let them do what they do. So as I am just doing what I do, I said something to him and I won't even remember exactly what it was, 
but it was in conversation. I said something about, oh, well, you, I'm sure you know how you want to see yourself when you look in the mirror, blah, 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 blah. When I finish my statement, he stops me and says, you said something that made me think. You said something about looking in the mirror. And he began to tell me quite personal information. It wasn't anything too personal. It wasn't off-putting. It wasn't weird. But he told me about his personal life and his personal situation. And he talked solid straight for about three or four minutes. And then he stopped himself. He turned his head and he said, I am so sorry I just did that to you. I am, I normally am not like that. I'm so sorry. So I turned him around the chair. I looked him dead in the eye and I said, I apologize. You don't have any reason to apologize. You are in a safe place, but I'm sorry. I should have warned you that this was going to happen. I should have warned you that this is just what I do. And it is true. I have the uncanny ability to allow people to feel safe enough to open up to me. And specifically, the ability to do that with men blows my mind. Most women, you just give her a minute of silence and we're going to feel so uncomfortable that we're going to try to fill it with stuff and we're going to end up oversharing. It's almost guaranteed. But men, men who even share, let alone overshare, let alone speak about intimately personal things. And I don't mean sexual intimacy. I mean those truths that we do not say out loud. Those truths that you may or may not share with one or two people in your innermost circle. My ability to just get these men to feel safe enough to share purely based on the fact that I am me is uncanny. And it is not wasted on me that this is one of, if not my greatest gifts. I give people a place to feel safe. I hold some kind of space, even in the most surface and most shallow of ways, I hold space for you. And I've come to learn and realize that I cannot hold space, nor should I hold space for everyone. Because some of the people who I have known not to do that for have proven to me that they don't deserve it. Case in point, the person who referred this guy to me. So thank you for referring him to me because now I've got him locked in to a haircut every two weeks and that is money that I didn't have before you sent him to me. So cheers and hats off to you, weirdo. Just know that I will never refer anyone to your business because you are not a good person. I, on the other hand, will continue to get referrals from people who don't like me. <laughs> You don't mess with me, but you sure are helping my business. And I'm sure you only did it to have a reason to try to hold things over my head. But guess what? Haha, ha, I'm winning. And I'm going to stay winning. And I've been winning. So appreciate you much. And I'm sure he appreciates you even more for sending him to me. All of this to say that I realize, because the signs keep popping up. I keep seeing 555 five, five everywhere. 
I check the clock, it's 555. I check another clock, it's 555. Back of a license plate that I saw last night, 555. I'm taking it. I know that I am on the correct path. I know that I am serving myself and I am serving my mission, my personal life mission. As it develops, I know that I am serving my greatest good because everything keeps telling me that I am. I just looked at the timer right now and it is at 25 minutes and 55 seconds, 5.55. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, universe. Thank you, angels. Thank you, my family in heaven. Thank you, spirits, ancestors. Thank you, life for showing and guiding me, letting me know that I am exactly where I am meant to be doing exactly as I am meant to do. I know that the next steps are going to be so much greater than I had ever imagined. I know that not only am I on the verge of greatness, but I am riding that thing like a bareback horse. You're welcome for the visual. I have this life by the reins. And that's not meant for me to say to test life to buck me off the horse? No, 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 no. But the fact that I'm even on this horse holding on for dear life, ready for the ride is incredible. So wait for it. Better yet, get ready for it. Better yet, prepare for what I'm about to bring you. Prepare for what is to come. Prepare to watch me catapult into the ionosphere to just be jet set on a trajectory higher than the stars because I am ready to go. I am ready to go. I know what my mission is. I know what my purpose is. I know what I am put here on this earth for, and I will not stop until I achieve it. I am going to continue to heal myself and help others heal, whether it's known to me or not. I can't stop now. It feels too good. I am high off the amount of love and energy that I am feeling, off the love and energy that I receive, off the love and energy that I radiate, off the love and energy that I am. Because this sad, angry, broken girl who ruled my life no longer exists. I am free from those chains. I am free from that bondage. And as long as I have the ability to speak, I will share the good word. Now, I hope that you take that. I hope that you receive that. I hope that you know it is yours. This is for you. You were meant to hear this just as I was meant to say it and put it out there. I want to help everybody heal. I want to help everybody get to that next level. I want to help everybody wake up with a smile in their heart and a song on their lips. And even if you can't do it every day, you can do it. And there is stuff in this podcast that will help you there. I'm not a guru. I am not a God. I am a human woman who is walking this earth and trying to do better than I did the second before. And if you can join me on that journey, if you can do better because of anything that I've said, then I'm good. And it gives me reason to keep going.
And I hope it gives you reason to keep going too. Thank you so much for tuning in. And that is me getting emotional. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will talk at you soon.